Welcome to the podcast, something like that with Nav. Today is Azmil Yuno. I'm going to talk about his brand new tour, which is John Bungie Blues Tour happening at four great locations. And at the very same time, we're also going to talk about uh, what's been going on with the scene, especially with all the raids and locations and many other great things about the industry we'll chat about and uh, we'll be chatting about in this particular podcast. So stick around and don't forget to follow us on our website, www.sltwithnav.com. Also on our social media pages, you know, the whole deal, right? Everything is available right here. Check it out. Click follow and subscribe. So let's get on with the show. It's good to have you back, man. How's it hey. been? How's it going? Okay, it's been good. Uh, the the year start off pretty on a steady roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. here, you're there, you're everywhere, <laughs> and you've been churning out music, doing shows. I lost track. I completely lost track. I couldn't keep up with you, man. I seriously <laughs> couldn't keep up with you. It's like the moment I see shit, he just did a show here. Shit, he did a show there. It's like everywhere right now, which is a good yeah. thing. Which is a good thing. That's why the road kind of, the, yeah, the road kind of cleared up. Suddenly, like, you know, like I would have maybe, I think like January only had few. Then suddenly one more came along. So it's, it's, it's been, as it, as it comes along, lah, you know, yeah, I do, you know, these things aren't planned ahead. Like, you know, I guess post more band gigs, bands have to play longer, lah, plan maybe ahead because, you know, they're, they're different people, right? Yeah, uh, timing, so, scheduling and all this stuff. Yeah, I solo, so senang je. So people just say, okay. Then I thought, uh, I was going like this, this coming up in uh, March, right? I'm going to do a uh-huh. solo sure. tour. The Northern John League. Bung, the <laughs> yeah, John Bungie Blues Tour. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's so, a nice one. Yeah, that one sambung from like, you know, the that, that's been on and off, depending. So, so thematically, it's just to, it's like the tour, you know, like just the nature of, of me being solo and, you know, um, kind of... Uh, you know, shows coming along the way. So my tours hasn't been like one stretch, you know, people used to that. So I did a bit here and there with the band. Um, like in this case, the, you know, the, the venues and maybe logistics couldn't, couldn't accommodate okay. the van. So, so I play solo. Lah. It's, uh, but it's still the ideas to, 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 to push the album, which is, this is like uh, watching a series of Netflix season one, uh, this area, season two, this area. But <laughs> actually, yeah, one stretch, can suddenly boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And break then one season, one whole season, you go here, there, take a break for a while, then come back, which is, it's just kind of a, a brilliant idea, actually. But how has the response been so far? I mean, on your previous league? Yeah, been, it's been good. I mean, the sense that, you know, like, you know, people always say, oh, yeah, man physical like cds are out you know everything streaming that's not the case man i mean that's what that's what the maybe status quo once you think about but you know us who gig and have merch is been moving you know yes the gigs might not we play smaller gigs you you it's, it's different landscape so you you don't like uh tell them yeah hey, i'll pay here if you pay me like let's say a thousand bucks that's not how it works okay. you play there is is you're usually like i just tell them you got a merch table cool um, whatever, you know, token fee you can have, or, you know, you maybe just provide me accommodation, ke, makan, then mm-hmm. play, lah, you know, so, so you might have a tip jar. So you gotta, okay. you gotta imp- improvise that way, lah. I think in, in, in the way kind of industry we're doing it is of course, everything's gonna be up front, right? So, okay. But so I this think is a is it, route. I, I want, what I admire about your, your tour is you pick the right locations because this is the conversation I've been having with a lot of bands out there. It's like, stop picking the popular spots. 
You know, the yeah. most commercial one, you go for the main cities only. You know, you go for the main cities and the main spots at all times where people got, yeah. I wouldn't want to use the word sick and tired, but then again, they're spoiled for choices. So they don't tend to appreciate it much more because they know like, it's just screw it. Like if I don't have it this weekend, next weekend, I can have another show. You know, if I miss this, I can go for another show. You know, they have that kind of mentality, but yeah. the, the locations you pick, especially for this John Bungy Bear Blues Tour, I'm looking at Ruastor, which is in Georgetown. Yeah. Okay, and then you have your space zero eight thousand at Sungai Petani, and yeah. then you have this another location in Penang again, which is Georgetown Penang House of Music, and this one caught my attention, which is Lumut. Uh, mm. This is the very first time I'm actually hearing someone doing a gig in Lumut. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they have, but I haven't come across. So, why did you pick these these uh, these locations for your tour? These are all emerging spaces that uh, I think came up in the last couple of years. So we. Uh, and usually this comes out when, let's say, I, I got to know about this place in Lumot because when I we toured, we played in Ipoh. And one nice. of the guys in, yeah, one of the guys in the band, I think the band Hamasi, the bassist, said, hey, Abang, I know somebody in Lumot, you might want to check out. I did ask, like, Perak mana lagi, you know, outside for Ipoh, can you recommend? Uh, you know, uh, you know, this circuit, this venues change, but they don't, uh, some yeah. don't last. One. So then he recommended it, so I just give, called me a number, tell him what's happening, and they've been organizing, I think it's called, uh, uh, Lumot Art Fest or something like that, you know, for the okay. couple past years. So they want to have it this year, but I think it's got postponed. But um, I'm just going to go to the space, this uh, Laman Karya Lumot, and play. Check it out. I mean, for me, this when I'm going alone like this, it's also me checking out the spaces, uh, making new friends, uh, you know. And then uh, maybe next round I'll bring some other buddies because we the folk gang like me, Bayangan, Sounds of Kites, okay. and other friends. We we are planning some some you know acoustic tours with. Four, three, four X. So this is me also kind of like Menoroka lah. I'm Menoroka lah. Check out these places. And this these guys been inviting me. Yeah, these places are also inviting me. Like I would post a tour announcement and then they would leave a message. Hi, when are you coming like this? This is how this Tani happened. So he left a message on Twitter said like, hey, uh, you want to come to SP? It's my Tani. Oh, cool. Yeah. So then check out the venue. Saw some other bands that played there before. Underground bands. And it's really nice because the last tour I did in November where Undi tour where I went from Johor mm-hmm. to Singapore and you know, I played all the smaller venues. It's very nice. It's outside of KL, you see the you know the spaces are a lot more. They're all in one. Like uh, Johor, there was, and even like Ruas, you know, these are their cafes, record stores. But okay. there's also a live venue attached to it. Okay. You know? Yeah, this so... Which is nice different. because, like like I said earlier, people are so used to having a whole lot of gigs happening in KL. But the the ones yeah. outside of KL, no one gets a chance to see the band the band perform live. So this is one of the best things to do. Is like if I had a band, I would do exactly what you are doing right now, man. This is yeah. It's, take it out, man. Take it all the way, all different states. There's what fourteen states, fourteen states in the country right yeah. now. Yeah. Sorry, pardon right. my geography. I suck at it. So <laughs> 40 states and there's so many towns out there, so many studios available. So it would yeah. be great to check out all these people. But how, how about the, the crowd, the audiences that you have? Are they any different from what you perform in, uh, in the Klang Valley? Of course, of course, different. I mean, like small towns, the support is different. They're, 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 they're more willing, they're more open, actually. A lot, a lot, a lot of people might think KL, PJ is most open. Actually, they probably... Like you said, there's just abundance of things going on. So, so when you go to you know the, the small towns, and that's how like touring circuits are born. They were born. If you look at North American tour circuit, 
it was born out of the underground bands in the like Ramones is just hitting the punk bands actually so going to towns that bands would never go to which is a shame because there's there's always uh, music fans or kids wanting things to happen and you know um so you go to them and I'm, I'm, I, I can't, like you said you know, I'm still perplexed that only the underground bands tend to tour a lot in smaller towns um because you know they I don't know maybe they don't have the the, the thing like expectations I think once you're kind of mainstream or indie you want a big stage, you yeah. want things promoted, you know, when I see just hit the road, buddy, you know, uh, rock uh, rough roll, it out. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll, battle, rock and roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Manja, <laughs> but, but as a musician for yourself, like in terms of logistics and profiting or making some money out of this, does it, is it a profitable tour to go in as in such, at such locations or do you like think like this is just more of a branding exercise and at the very same time spreading your music and appreciating, I mean, to other audiences out there, which is it for it's you? A, it's all of that actually, because uh, I, I, my overhead is very low. It's just me uh, when I play solo. Like uh, i give you an example. It's also timing. Like uh, last year when um, Malaysian Ringgit was really bad and uh, we had planned, me and actually uh, two other guys from the folk gang, you know, wanted to go to Singapore. But only uh, three of us, and one of them was uh, our Singaporean friend. Hello, uh, okay. we so from KL was me and Sounds of Kite Shahid. So we drove down to Singapore, and so I moved a lot of merch um, because you know, and and covered covered well because you know the ringgit and you know it was Singapore. Yeah. So it's not like you know it's not you're not gonna come back rich, but you know you 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 break even and enough to 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 you know to carry on with your art, you know. I think that's very important. We, in that sense, we've always been sustainable. I think maybe more, yeah, mainstream stuff is like, well, big money, big money. But you know, well, is there, is there ROI? That's a term they yeah. like, right? <laughs> because I was, I was checking out really some gigs lately, some of them, and I don't want to mention names. I've noticed something that, I mean, there's a lot of effort put in to organize a gig, and especially in the Klang Valley. But if you look at the ratio of the turnout that came there yeah. and how people show their appreciation, it was more like a hanging out thing than actually yeah. coming to check out the band. Is this, I came there to check out the band for the sake of, you know, my friend was playing. So I just want to see him, just want to support him. But to appreciate the music wasn't really there because you can see by people how they sing along and how they uh, pay attention while the band is on stage. Sometimes they're like, they're just there. They're just there hanging out, talking with other friends while the band is playing. It's like the band is the background music for the whole yeah. session for their, their hangout spots. But when you do shows as such, like what are you saying? Like going in tour, people tend to appreciate it more, right? Yeah, they pay attention, man, and they know your work. Yeah. You know, uh, the small towns also. You know, uh, it's great because it's different, lah. And you know, if, if you're a musician and you're kind of like disillusioned with playing music, just look at where have you playing been playing? Have you just been playing DJKL? Yes, you play a lot, and you you might make a roll it in. But you know, after a while, it's an existential thing, right? You need to get out. Yeah. I think that's the main thing for me. It's always several things in one like for me I, I don't like taking holidays so these trips when i go it's for me you know expanding my horizon finding new places i always believe in the philosophy that every year you got to go to at least minimum one place that you've never been to in your life and that could be just locally that doesn't have to be That's like right. and i i used to think that way and then really, i don't know what happened everything changed but i used to travel a lot locally a lot uh, i used to do that small towns just just randomly pack my bags you know, just nice. put my bags and then put my passport just in case. Go down to Puduraya and then like Maintikamla, which, state, ah. which town I'm going to visit, just buy a ticket and go there and let every, 
everything work out on his own way. No planning, no whatsoever, man. I used to That's miss. It. Yeah, I miss doing that. We got to start doing that again. Just randomly. Yeah, yeah do just, it, man. <laughs> just buy a bus ticket, sit down. Okay, let's go. Temba, find a cheap yeah, hotel, yeah. get the enjoy the local food. Just mix, yeah. mingle around with people over there, take a few pictures, and then come back. That's about it. No expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. whatsoever. Yes. Yes. But yes. Uh, sorry, talking about music earlier, that I've also another thing that I've noticed. I, I mean, I don't know whether you feel this way. Uh, it's the gigs has been happening locally. I've noticed there's a lot the audiences who come there. Majority of them, I'm not saying majority, like to a certain, I could say a ratio of 50-50 at least. It's like always is the musicians coming to watch other musicians, but people who, let me strangers who don't know the bands or people who appreciate music, you find that those kind of crowds are not really there per se. Have you noticed that it's happening a lot lately? I've seen on social medias, I've seen all the bands sharing other bands, uh, geeks and all, which is good, which is good. But then again, the audience ratio seems to be higher on the musician side. So where is this so-called, where are they, the ones who are not musicians? Why aren't they being in these locations checking out these bands? I think one is just, if you go to the band gig, the ratio of more people in other bands, more people are there from the other bands also, right? Like bands, four yeah. people. And there's four bands playing. So you darab la four times four, 16. And we end up dead sometimes. But... This is where each band member, I think, needs to be responsible lah, to at least, you know, tell friends. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one band member in the band, like their official, whatever social media, you know, but your own friends. So, but I've been, not in my shows lately. Actually, mine's been opposite. I've been getting a lot of, because one is that when you play gigs with, with different acts, the idea is that you want to convert the fans of that, you know, that, that the other bands brought and they might like your yeah. stuff. That's the most important thing. You know, it's, it's sort of like, you're, you're kind of a preacher, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're to convert. Anyway, but, but all I'm saying is that uh, what, the other thing is also that, that I've been, the the last, I mean, at least this year's gigs that I've been playing, I've I've been new people who just, just I've never met, and they're not musicians, uh, especially my gigs at Medicaria. I think Medicaria's built up a certain kind of clientele or, you know, people are more open to come there. And uh, I've been getting new people, first timers coming, digging my stuff. Uh, friends will introduce, bring them there. So I, I, I have maybe those are the ones you said are band gigs where I think most of them mm-hmm. tend to be just other bands. Indah kabar dari rupa lah. Looks yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Okay. I did, I did check out a few recently and I was like, hey, wait a minute, half the guys, even though they were not performing on stage, but most of them are like other band members from different bands who came and check out the whole band performing down there. I understand the whole support thing, which I appreciate it. And I really say this is a, a brilliant thing to do, but it yeah. seems like if, if this is going to be happening for every geeks, where right, it's only going to be visited by bands only, uh, this is going to be a sad thing, but thank, thanks to you. I mean, I'm thank, thankfully you don't face those kind of issues at all. So I just hope yeah. that people will just start dragging some friends who don't know anything about the scene to these kind of geeks to check out for sure. themselves, man. It's your material as well. Uh. I, I think it's what, what kind of songs you write and yeah, uh, genre. And yeah. uh, the other day I was having a conversation with, I can't remember who, I was just joking that, you know, like, like, like yeah, they call me singer-songwriter folk. But, you know, I'm, it's, not, it's not in season. Man. You know, you just, stand out, you just stand in one spot, the whole world will turn around, you'll be out of trend for all, then it's just back to you. So you just keep doing yeah. what you're doing. So instead of chasing trends, by the time you're chasing trends, yeah, the trends <laughs> left already, you know? So, yeah. so you just do what you do, you know? So kind of timeless, lah. maybe the kind of genre that I do, you know? 
Uh, nice man. Actually, that's uh, your music has always been what. Like I said before, I said it many times. You came on the show so many times, and what I like about your music is is keeping it real. It's like yeah. okay, this is what I'm going to say. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to play. I don't have to worry about anything about chords. I don't have to be too politically correct. I just say it yeah. how it is. You just keep yeah. it real. That's that's one thing I admire very much on your music till today. Anybody who says you want to find them some real stuff, I say, check out Azmil stuff, man. You'll get the whole message directly in his track itself. No hidden messages. You get the hint directly from there. But yeah, I've got much you can bring back. <laughs> yes, yeah. that too, that too. Yeah. And of course, you've been touring a lot, and uh, we've also seen a lot of issues taking place in uh, uh, some of the gigs or gig houses mm. that's going on. I mean, that it started up with KL. KL seems to be very famous with that KL and Slango. That yeah. halfway through the gig, poof, authorities come in. Authorities just raid up this whole place, and I think the reason one was what Penang, if I'm not mistaken. Had yeah, it was this this venue that I'm gonna go this time. I played there in November, Ruas Ruas Storm. That's a wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful venue because downstairs a cafe. There used to be a record store in just a house, I think. So I used to sell my stuff to sell, but I never been there. So when mm-hmm. the pandemic opened, I went there last year on tour. It's nice. It's a whole shop lot, one row. It used to be, I think, a backpacker. So the cup. Downstairs, they made a record store and a cafe. There's a venue above. I think above is a store, and they're still planning upstairs what to do. Um, but that venue got raided, yeah, because apparently they there's begin gig, gigs have been happening there, but apparently they didn't have a permit. But I guess that's that that's a legit reason, maybe. But but still, I think the manner in in which this keeps on happening, I think uh, enough lah. It's like raiding a KTV dodgy massage parlor the way they raid gigs. You know, these are people who are, we talk about yeah. healthy. You know, like this drug free, etc. And you know, people making it for themselves. Uh, I think that's just gonna stop. Yes, no permit. Fine enough lah. Why you gotta? They took all the equipment out, and this is the same old thing that happens in most raids. I don't understand really why up to the extent of getting a read. Why is this permit? What What is the issue with this permit thingy? Are they getting their permits approved? Is it too expensive? Or is it like doesn't fall under the jurisdiction of whatever, I mean, technical laws they have that saying that, I don't know, for safety reasons or whatever. What do you think is the issue actually for this permit? One? Do you have any idea? Have you spoken to anybody in that in that sense? Yeah, most of the issue is very unique to the different town councils because, you know, permits are under the, the town councils like DBKL and PPJ. So I know for from every time I play venues, for me, it's also where I would hang out, talk with the owners. I'm usually last to leave. I live with the okay. owners. So, so you know, I would say, but find out you know, what's going on. And most of the time, like the permits are just like KL. I know we like has to be expensive because it's just this blanket fee which covers nightclubs, those huge nightclubs to like even okay. small venues. So it's impossible. That's not you know, and 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 I guess they just don't have the political will to to spend some time understand the community. It's, just, it's a blanket thing. So you know, and you want to organize small gig. You know, there, there's no other alternative. You, you like, you know, I think the ones in KL, you got to put twenty thousand up front. So it's that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So unless you have a, so, so that's why you get all these big corporate sponsored uh, kind of like free events, and that's the attitude I think that a lot of the public who aren't aware of like gigging and all, they think all music is free and they're large. You know? So Slango, similar thing. I think is about the the similar sort of licensing and permits issue. Uh, So there needs to be recognition of this this kind of like you know the the informal economy of gigs, which is you know like this is very low overhead. It's community based. 
To me, right. this is like yeah, it's like organizing a sports tournament if you want any <laughs> equivalent. You know, it, to me, it's that level. It's similar, like you don't rate a sports, you know, yeah. <laughs> tournament. You know, you, you just maybe no problem. Okay, question. You don't take the ball and racket whatever way, right? So, so I think that recognition of of I think music gigs as as an a legit activity. Uh, a, a cultural activity that needs to change, but the attitude hasn't changed. I think that's why you're ending up with this this kind of race. Because one friend even said one venue got raided, and the, the authorities first thing they ask, "Where's the girls?" They think they're raiding a KTV bar, <laughs> they, uh, Yeah, so, no, I mean like so. It's, no, this oh, isn't man. that kind of venue. Yeah, so so it's still stuck. That's very like. Fourth place, 2005 was the same thing. Even 2001 and the late 90s. Oh, this, this has been going on for a very, very yeah. long time. I remember from the early years when I used to be in the scene and all this stuff, if they had the same issue and they still <laughs> haven't found a solution to it. Because I was yeah. shocked. Like you said earlier, the 20,000 uh, uh, yeah. fee or other for the permits, which is absolutely ridiculous. This is not some yeah. Westlife concert or whatever you can think of, exactly. where you need to pay a deposit of 20,000. If the guy had money for doing a, I mean, to pay a deposit of 20,000, I doubt he'll be doing gigs, independent gigs, man. He'll be doing something else altogether. Of course. This is, but, yeah. but there has there been any solution or maybe some consideration uh, being taken place right now? It's like, with some of the authorities, have they ever spoken about it? If any, any organization said that, no, we have to stand up for this and come up. Has anything been going on? And the community has been, been trying to engage. Like when Medicaria was, when things started opening up and there was all this, so I was playing Medicaria a lot and Brian, the owner and Kevin J, the, the comedian, a bunch of us got together um, mm. uh, from the community and they did try to engage with the Dato Bandala and, you know, and uh, but I don't think any kind of like concrete solutions have come up. Uh, recently, also I think this this organization, Think City, is working with Dato Banda, and they invited us. I I was one of many guys from the scene lah. They invited me. This guy from UNESCO. Okay. Uh, because KL wanted to become this creative hub and to get a new UNESCO status, you need certain things, criteria. So that's the thing. These are the things that it, it, it can't be top down. You know, if you want to make KL into like a creative center, you can't just declare it and think, make things happen. You have to engage you know, with, engage and accept the diversity of different, you know, um, forms of entertainment or cultural activities that's out there. Because it's already there. We're here yeah. doing things, but you're stopping us. You know, like if, if you just take time to understand and, hey, okay, hey, come on board. Then you don't have to, always sometimes, you know, you know how there's, the the the, the pronto can goes to you know, the wrong people and they can't run a show and it just becomes you know, a white elephant yeah, I think I think it's mainly mainly the communication breakdown between their their divisions or rather their bodies. You know, you have the, between the uh, state councils, uh, I mean, between the uh, municipal council and yeah. state government. You know, those kind of things. Yeah. And I think they should have one voice. I mean, Betul. one centralized community. To, uh, to monitor the whole thing and just come up with the breakdowns of gigs, understanding what's gigs in the first place, independent scene. Till today, yeah. it's been, what, 30 years? And nobody yeah. has actually figured that out till this very day. And yeah. even like, you know, when you talk about Pruntokan and stuff like, you know, giveaways and all that, I don't want to mention names. I don't want to say who and don't want to say what. Even that also, I, there was a major screw up, uh, which I've noticed a lot. 
because some yeah. of them were supposed to receive the funds, did not receive it on time. And instead of helping the bands develop and becoming better, you just, they became debtors, you know, they, yeah. they, they, yeah. they, you know, it's like they can't do proper shows after this because payments were not received. They couldn't pay yeah. it out there. So instead of helping them, you made things worse for them. They had to cough out their own money till this very date. Some of them I've heard they haven't received anything yet. So it's, it's a mess when it comes to the independent scene. I don't know why is this happening yeah. and how long is it going to be, man? Yeah, and that, that's why like for me, I just stick in the DIY underground scene because I can do things on my own. That That's things happen you know if you want to you want to go next level then you got to deal with this kind of you know all this 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 crap we just talked about so, so but salah, it is but sad yeah. man it, yeah. it is sad, sad because like say you see you have something really good you have something absolutely good the concept of it and how you take it how you promote the music how you promote an artist as yourself because it's also an example for many other artists out there or other bands out there and this thing is being done on a diy basis when it could be done yeah. on a bigger scale you talk about promoting domestic tourism. You talk about promoting arts and culture. For them, the definition of arts and culture is traditional dances and maybe some stage play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still that binary, kan? It's like yeah. traditional versus, no, it's not and, no. It's traditional yeah. versus the popular or whatever, you know, it's pop. You know, it's like, no, yeah. it's, 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 it's the spectrum. It's not binary, you know, it's not different. Yeah. The attitude yeah, is still... Yeah, I always joke at my gigs lah. I just joke at my gigs lah. Maybe because these guys don't have talent and they're kind of jealous at musicians and like, ah, uh, don't need them last square. <laughs> you know, like, I, I joked about that. <laughs> you still could have figured it out, but I had so many conversations before. It's like, and people ask me, hey, why can't you get involved in it? I say, I don't mind getting involved, but where do I start? Betul, betul. Who do yeah. we see? It's like, I, I, I understand the predicament that most of these yeah, organizations, I mean, venue owners and all bands and all have, but who do you, where do you start? Who do yeah, you see? Yeah, there's been yeah. talks and talks and talks for years, but there's never a solution to this. So which is the yeah. body right now? Who, who do you have any idea? Where do we fall under the independent I music mean, scene? I'm not on the radar at all. I think um, yeah. there's all these little Napoleons, you know, um, yeah, and it's uh, everybody just juggle their own turf. I always have these conversations with either venue owners or like uh, some more more experienced gig organizers at gigs. You know, I talk, hang out, talk with them. It's there's this uh, underlying frustration that's always there, lah. That that you know, everybody can move. We are there. The artists, the community, the organizers, whoever, everything. We're ready, but you know, we're making things on our own. But look, if you guys can't get your act together, the, I mean, the people in power who's supposed to make things happen, then, you know, it's uh, our loss. It's not your loss or their loss. Yeah. Us collectively, you know, it's a shame. Because um, already we're no renowned, like, I think in terms of underground music, because their network is a lot more global. And you'd be yeah. surprised, like, a lot of people know about Malaysia, blazing bands, etc., especially from the underground scene overseas. So, in other words, you know, the DIY, you know, you guys can't get it together. It's okay, we'll do. So that's what I'm doing. I was like, I can't wait. You know, this train's moving. I'm not going to sit around. You know? There's a lot of that, right? You know, a lot of musicians who are kind of waiting, waiting, waiting to happen. It's no, very you can't wait, man. You can't wait. It's like, one thing, all I hope is this, like, somebody up there in the top level, please <laughs> sack those assholes in the division <laughs> and start hiring the right people who knows the scene, man. Oh, That's all yeah. I can say, man. It's, yeah. You get all the guys who don't know, like I said earlier, it's all people in traditional music and also somebody in a stage play. Paling busuk, wouldn't, maybe, maybe, 
some guy who can do some musical on stage. That's about it. That's the furthest they go for independent scene. But you got to get the right people in the right spot because there's too many talks, uh, but not the right people talking. It. That's all I can say, man. Betul betul. Yeah, and you know, when you think about think about the times too. Now we have this this present kind of unity government. I think this is the best time to try make elicit some change. So I've been trying to engage with some, some you know some, sorry, make our voices heard to some you know some colleagues from Sinhua yeah. now members of parliament you know or in politics. So so you know so that's one. But how far can I go? Because there's politics. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, But I think But the concern is whether the country is generating revenue. That's the number one question. It's like for them, it's all about money. Who's making yeah. money out of it? So if it's yeah. but if you do it right, I think you can generate money. You just look at it, uh, domestic tourism on the music sector of it. You imagine yeah. gigs and shows. The amount of money yeah. you can make out of it. The people from sound system, from bands, uh, people yeah. who are selling food. You know all all those kind of things. Domestic economy. You can help yeah. out on that part, so that's something that needs to be looked into, man. I just hope. Yeah, and it's it's got to be long term, lah. Now they think yeah. like, oh, let's they saw they saw Parasite won Oscar. Oh, we want to win Oscar. You know how long it took South Korea to get that? Twenty <laughs> years. It was a national policy. Twenty yeah. years to get it didn't happen overnight. You know, so so they all think everything like cepat one. You can't plant a tree and expect to just fruit, man. It's got to. Yeah. We yeah. we have the solution. The number one solution for the past I don't know three four decades. Start Betul. a reality show. Get judges to yeah. go to the other side, and that's it. That's that's our definition of improving the culture. But I <laughs> yeah, also I would, I also would suggest if there's ever a chance you talk to any of those guys, it's like one thing that they have to organize is convention, independent music convention, which is, which involves how to market an artist, what are the platforms, yeah. you know, the business aspect of it. I think that's one thing that it's lacking very much in the industry, man. Yeah. Everybody's like turning it, out uh, music. And that's lacking in music education too, because yeah. I my where I teach I teach in a film program, um, but I can there's one music subject I can teach. But generally speaking, I think a lot of music even film programs don't teach you, um, yeah the 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 not just business side but the operation side. It's very important yeah. to know. It's it or else you know you just can do beautiful things and you know, but but you know but you you can't. Uh, what we call this? Uh, stand on your own two feet. That's very important. Exactly what you said. That yeah. also needs to be embedded in education. That's missing. Yeah. So it's not just talent. Simple. Just, yeah. just take Rainforest Music Festival for example. You have apart from the show, a lot of people actually admire or rather get enjoy that workshops that take place on during the day. You know, you have that so-called music yeah, sessions, yeah, yeah. instrumentals. Those are the kind of things I look forward for in independent scene. It's like you get this thing workshops where guitarists come on board, share their knowledge, drummers, musician, vocal, vocalists. You know, all those kind of things. More in the education, educational side of it, that would help improve the scene a lot, man. In terms of quality of course, and of also networking at the same time. Of course, uh, exactly. It's, it's not just concerts. I mean, that's the thing. We hear a thing that there's organized festival concert. But decide things like you said. This, this, this artist talks, workshops. That's very important. Yeah, because but, but when you get like maybe a beer company and you think they care about that, they just want open booths. Uh, yeah. You know, so that's exactly. that's, so that's the thing. That's the thing. So so it's. Uh, uh, oh, mind, man. You want you you want open booth? You book a booth somewhere else. But this one, this give uh, us the money to run this lah. <laughs> so yeah, at the moment is. I don't see that changing a while. So, so for me, this, 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 this kind of like DIY route 
is yeah, uh, I've been I've been trying, it, man. I've been trying to find the right people to start this whole thing up, but I don't know. All the people that I come across is like I know I'm just wasting, going to waste my time and energy. It's going to be discussions after discussions, but nothing is going to yeah. kick off on that side, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meeting, yeah, meeting. Meeting, but yeah, meeting. You finish all the curry pop and tetari only, but nothing happens. That's true. That's true. Oh uh, man. Let's talk about your music a little bit, man. So, how was it? Uh, what's uh, the latest single from you? Like I said earlier, you've been churning uh, out music like nobody's business. I lost track. I need to know what's <laughs> the latest one from you right now. Yeah, so my I'm gonna release the next one from Johnny Bunny Bunny Blues album is uh, Scoding Blues. That's gonna come up oh, uh, this coming week. Scoding Blues. <laughs> yeah, so this one's for the Mama Scoding's out there. Yeah. I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> 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 we have a lot of wonderful words, right? In the, in the colloquial yeah. language. So I always wonder, like, whenever they use, I'm surprised nobody's written about the scoding. You know, people talk about scoding. You know, yeah. I mean, all this, this, this music rates also should go scoding, man. That's why you get Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's something that's timely. Yeah. So, so I'm going to release the lyric video, uh, music video, uh, the animations by a friend. Uh, she plays in a band too called uh, Ting Tong Cats. Shika, she did the animation. Oh. Yeah, so, nice. so this is our second Tom collaboration. Cats. Yeah, Ting Tong Cats, a punk band. Um, yeah, yeah, check them out, man. Uh, then, uh, but we it's our second collaboration for a song from the album. We did Kapo back in I think twenty twenty. So okay. this is follow up. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out this week during the tour. So just stay tuned to my social media. I'm gonna post something, you know. Uh, Wait, let, let me try to track back a little bit about John Bungie Blues right now. Mm-hmm. How many tracks are there in that particular album? There's ten, so I I think I've uh, released a singles was loosely singles. Uh, I think six, five or six. This must be six, I think. So I'm planning to make music videos for all the songs. It's all collaboration with filmmakers, uh, some of my students. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's several coming along the way. Um, so this is the first one for 2023. So all I'm planning to make all the songs become a single. This kind of against not the industry norm, you know, plus my window to promote the album is five years. Usually people like 12 months, right? Album out, do, 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 do. No. next one. No, That's you don't cool. have to. Man. Yeah. Why yeah. Cool. yeah. Take your time. You got to do it, man. Five years is, that's a good plan, man. Pretty long plan. Yeah. Yeah. So you still stay so, relevant for five years at least, like instead of having the big gap. But it's a marketing move, lah. Quiet for a while, then muncul. Chat. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. I, I gotta admit it. You didn't go quiet. As far as I'm concerned, it's like I see something that's impossible to see. I mean, Azmil, you know, was quiet, quiet man. Wait, 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 wait. But what what yeah. I admire also is like you. Apart from doing solo, you you do a lot of co- collabs in terms of. Uh, being on sharing the stage with a lot of bands. And I, thanks to you, I discovered a lot of them uh, through your, your tour itself. I was like, oh, this guy's here. Okay, this band, I got to check them out. So, which is nice. an amazing thing. I think a lot of bands should start doing that more, man. Yeah, that's part oh, of the plan. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, the the main thing. And again, that's something that's very common in the DIY underground scene. You know, it's like, because you're, you're a community, you meet a friend, hey, let's do something together. And it's very informal, you know, like you said, lah. Somebody might be signed to a label, then say, I want to collaborate with this artist. Or let the labels talk to each other first. And they'll probably have this meeting with curry pubs that don't go anywhere. <laughs> and then, and then they don't get to collaborate. That's all that. Oh, yeah, man. I just had a conversation with, a, with another friend. I did a vocal recording this morning. So this is another thing coming up. It's a collaboration with this Singaporean uh, Singaporean songwriter, Art Fazil. And, but the main guy is Rul Dawis, uh, Indonesian okay. Singaporean, uh, Indonesian singer-songwriter. Uh, we collaborated a couple of years ago with a song called For Better Days. So that was in another song. Um, okay. So it's like uh, We Are The World. A bunch of different nice. guys singing. 
Nice. So, but I was having a conversation. My friend was recording uh, me today at the studio, and same thing lah. Just came out to say these these things about about you know like wanting to you want to go mainstream all the way lah. But mainstream you can expect lah. Like you know you yeah. you become and I said yeah when you when you're a label you're an employee. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you can romanticize all you want. Oh, in a label, you're an employee. No, that so I think that was more applicable. What ten, fifteen years ago, that was yeah. La, I'm in a label now. You say I'm a label means that you know you're broke. That's yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and your social media is amazing. Maybe that's the only thing good of being a label, la, Like yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, you, even that, even that, I've seen the, even the social media part of it. I've come across. I don't want to mention name, but you know, I always like to keep it classified. I'm just talking to one of two guys. It's like even that, even that, you know, you can come up with a bunch of songs. This is what happened uh, with what's going on with some of the labels, not all, some of the labels. Uh-huh. This guy gets signed up. He has a whole bunch of tracks, which I know, which is awesome. But then again, the label chooses the crappiest track on earth <laughs> and releases them. It's like you have so many good stuff, but you pick the crappiest one and you make them do things that you're not supposed, you're not known for. And then you yeah. wonder why he didn't succeed. That even then also your social media has been controlled so much, which you have to post, not even the labels posting for you. You have to do it, but get approval from social media. So what's the purpose of having the label? I give you a bit of money, make two songs and that's about it. I'm not even making money out of it. So I don't know. You're still doing it yourself, huh? Yeah, (laughs) I got to handle the social media. I got to come up with the music. I got to do every single thing. And you just stand there and pick the songs, which is I don't like. You know, that's the kind of thing. So I do not know whether this, the so-called labels are relevant anymore these Betul. days, man. Betul. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just called a label, but it doesn't, uh, doesn't serve its purpose as yeah. a traditional label should have, right? Yeah, you don't have yeah. that. That nurturing is missing, right? The selling, yeah, yeah. the distribution. You know, that was Betul. nice at one point in time. The ad, I mean, this uh, so-called media, media runs, but I don't see that much happening lately. Betul, betul. Some of and the that's labels, it's quite quite later, so there'll be some bands that I like in the past that I wanted like, hey, I like you guys. Uh, can you guys play this gig I'm organizing? Oh, I gotta talk to a label first. And then you don't hear from them, lah. Like, okay, maybe yeah. there's a second. So you know, oh, like, talk I, to my, the the moment I get stuff like you talk to my manager, that's it. I delete your number from my phone. <laughs> I don't waste time. <laughs> I usually like, talk you to my manager. For me, talk to my manager. Hold on. Uh, hi, I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know some of my buddies. I I know some of my buddies who who started off as nobody and then they made it to the industry. So sometimes I have a chat. I said, "Dude, I want to add do this and all the chat on the podcast." Huh? Oh, you got to talk to my manager. I'll pass you my manager's number. I said, "Fuck you." That's it. That's only two words that comes out. I said, "Don't give me this drama and all this kind of things." Okay. Yeah. You want to? If I'm going to pay you about fifty, sixty thousand dollars, I'm going to talk about price or whatever. You pass me your manager's number. I understand. But other than that, don't give me this drama. Talk to my manager. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, betul, betul. yeah man. Come on. Uh. Um, manager these days is up. Just collect invoice, collect payment, send invoice, collect payment. That's it. Betul, betul. That's, uh, again, it's something you can do on your own, man. Yeah, just gotta be, be industrious. So, yeah, talking, exactly. about, talking about industrious, talking about industrious also because since I'm my own, I decided on my own. So this year I'm gonna also uh, re- uh, it was the right word. Reissue my first proper album. It's twenty fifth anniversary. So nice. I released a, I released a cassette in nineteen ninety eight. It's called Folk. It's my first okay. proper one that I did because I made a cover and all that. So so it's twenty five years old. So I I'm cleaning up the album. 
my friend Arif Ahe, singer songwriter who also I usually collaborate. Even on Job Bagi Blues, he we co-produce. He's he's uh, cleaning those tracks up. Gonna launch it during I don't know, maybe one of the cassette store days, uh, cassette, uh, record store days. Um, but cassette format. Oh. So yeah, 25th anniversary uh, this year. Sometime this year. Fingers crossed. Cassette format. Okay, that's gonna be interesting, man. Do I have a cassette, cassette format? Start? Uh, but, but it will come with download code inside. Yeah, so you can okay. go maybe to a, to a bank camp. That's how we used to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. So you can download the digital high quality. Try to avoid putting on Spotify too much. I'm gonna prob- John Bangi Blues is completely not on Spotify yet. So probably one song I might put this year, earlier this year. Yeah, so, but yeah, Spotify, is it is it worth it? I don't know, man. Too much. There's a lot yeah, of again, there. Yeah, you use it for for very specific purpose, lah, but not to like just put your whole album there lah, for me. Yeah. You know? I think so I think I Spotify is a place where you put after you're done with all your marketing and all this kind of stuff. Betul, yeah, like, betul. Overplay already, okay, then you put it over there. Lah. Yeah, dump there's to the, of, you know. Yeah, yeah that's something that most, uh, some of the guys I know do. It's like, nah, I want to make my money out of these songs first, then I dump yeah. it on Spotify. So it's like continuation yeah. of their marketing. Yeah, so like already John Bangi Blues pulp, that done already, and then I Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Make it I want be, I want bring people to my channels first. Like my, I've got my YouTube yeah. channel, you know. So, yeah. yeah. It should be good. It should be good. I think... As I think well, that's a brilliant way of doing it. If I wish everybody would come together and start focusing on that. Because Spotify, I don't know, man, it's nice. And I don't know, at the same time, unless you're getting a million views a month, or a million, million plays or 100,000 plays, that's a different thing. But if it's not, then I don't know whether it's worthy or not. Yeah, yeah, you got to have that reality check. Like, I know for, for a fact that like, I don't really push it. Whatever, all my don't need stuff I have on Spotify, my old albums. Mm-hmm. So, so, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't like to push it because then it's like I'm advertising for the company. So, yeah. Nah. Yeah. You, need the you need to get the merch out, man. I love yeah. people, I love bands who release the merch out. That's, that's, a, I'm always a fan of that because it's nothing like, you know, like, especially when you say cassette or CDs, just going through the inlays, reading the yes. lyrics, looking at the pictures, you know, there's, it's nice. Like, it's the, the personal yes. touch to it. It's like yeah. Spotify, I just see. And the worst part about Spotify, I've noticed a lot, people hardly give credit to the right people. Yeah. I, if yeah. I if I would like, to, if I'm clicking on Spotify, I want to know who's the guitar player, who played the drums. I want to know who wrote the song. You know, yeah. who made the radio, yeah. which studio did it. You know, credits. Yeah. They, you need to give credit. They don't have that. I don't see that. Yeah, yeah so all I hear is my recording label name. That's it. Yes. There's the, that, that pleasure and knowledge of the music culture is missing. So, so and I always, I always believe that, you know, people always come and say, oh, it's going to replace. It's not going to replace. Um, no. Because, yeah, no, the, the, the entire music culture is it's it's just not, it's a phase. It's a phase. Yeah. So, this is all just uh, hype, man. People buy into that narrative, but there's a lot of people who do, don't buy also into that narrative. So I get younger people buying my merch, you know, CDs. Like you were wondering, you think like younger people not into it? Actually, no. They they, yeah. they like it for, for the same reason that it's personal. You will book it, look at the photos, read the liner notes while listening to yeah. the album. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You got to have that, man. You really got to have that. I think it's. I think somebody should come up with another thing where you can have an app. Is if you can't buy a cassette, you can't buy a CD, you have an app where you have all the inlays and all the thing, making it like have like an ebook kind of feel when you purchase mm, yeah. a CD. That'd be nice. Yeah, betul. Betul, betul. Uh, yeah. Because be cool. the moment, I, I always believe this, the moment you have something online is easily forgotten. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily accessible, easily forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> the next band comes in, especially Spotify will screw you big time if you don't subscribe to their, uh, to their so-called uh, premium plans or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, you play your song, three, four song yours, and they bring in somebody, some other bands, and then you, yes. you're curious, you check them out, and then it leads to another thing. It's like, even when I create my playlist, I create a playlist inside there for about 10, 20 songs of my li- for my listening pleasure. Two weeks later, I see so many other bands which I don't even know are in that playlist. Oh, they do that, huh? Oh. Yeah, they just slot it in <laughs> for you. Sneaky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, why? <laughs> why do you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it happens, it happens it, a lot, man. It's like you do, remember a time like mixtapes, you know? Suddenly got yeah. extra song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maso, yeah, everything goes in. That is cool. But uh, let's uh, talk. Let's get back to your tour right now, John Buggy Blues tour. First uh, of March. That's the first location. And uh, if they would like to get their tickets, like to check you guys out, what do they do? Uh, do they have it. I mean, like this, 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 this whole tour is non-ticketed, no cover charge. It's just tips, and you know, oh, um, they're pushing my merch. Yeah. So, so I'm playing at Ruas. Is an in-store. Just kind of, it's a solidarity kind of gig for us, you know, give them a bit of smangat. They still, they still got, I think, the court case coming up. So I'm just going to play in the cafe, like how I did in November, just an in-store. I bring my basking app. Okay. Um, but I might get my friend, because I'm there for a music conference. Uh, so, so Adil Johan, my buddy who plays the saxophone, he's, he's in the conference, so we might just jam together. Okay. Um, then on the 3rd, I'm going to Sungai Petani, playing at Space 08000. Um, yes, the land of Nasi Royal. Yeah, so I'll be there. Looking forward to that. Um, it's a rooftop gig. So that's again oh. by, by entries, no cover charge, but by donation tips. Um, pushing my merch again. Then on the the one at Penang back on 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 the fourth is fourth. it's actually part of the conference. Yeah, that that's in the conference. It's a performance lecture. First time okay. I'm doing this, sort of like a performance lecture, being very self-aware about my. It's called the ethical troubadour. So one day I'll I'll you know once I've get got my shit together with that. I might make it to performance or something somewhere. Uh, nice, so man. that's yeah. So that's trying new different things at a conference. So it's a performance lah, officially. Um, but then on the fifth on the Sunday, I mean at Laman Karya Lumut, also known as okay. Lakap. So yeah, okay. that one is playing in the stage for the first time too. Checking the space out, looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Gotta check this place out, Lumut especially. But I, I doubt I can make it on that date. But I gotta go one of these days and visit because for me, uh, being a Perak boy lah. Ah, that's right. Yeah. So Lumut, Lumut, all I knew was Lumut and Telobati at the beachside. That's about it. Ah, <laughs> the music was never in the list before, but right now, this place, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to do some Googling, man, and find out what That's why, that's why. I'm equally, equally stoked and, and, and very excited because, like, wow, okay, okay. So, places that, you know, I haven't been in ages, and you go there and it's, it's a different vibe, you know. Young people, too, like, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. I like what you're doing, man. I really like what you're doing. It's like giving it giving a shot and just opening the doors for all these people and people like us in the Klang Valley are so used to the same location. At least now we know that, hey, there's so many spaces that you can take your bands to instead of just focusing on the same Klang Valley crowd. Like, it's nice. Yes, Go to holiday, yes. take your amps, take your guitars, start doing a yes. show for the fun of it one weekend, eh? right? Betul. Yeah, all these guys in Bangkok are not committed. Nak cuti asyik di Europe lah, pergi Bali lah. Come on, just, yeah. This is nice food lah. No, but Betul, seriously, yeah. I think I got to start a series of uh, my episodes uh, focusing on different states uh, because I've been focusing a lot on Klang Valley. I really got to go on different states. The last I had, uh, the previous episode I had, Justin, was in Sabah from KK. 
And, ah, uh, I got his style of it, so I just need to find more of that Strawa and all. I'm gonna start digging up those bands and talking to more of that from Kota Baru ke mana mana different states. Got to get in touch with all the studio guys, man. I want to know what's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just musicians. Yeah, not yeah, not just musicians. Because that's another thing that that gets overlooked, right? Venues. That's something I'm planning to write about also. Um, so so that that's the thing. Like we always talk about the bands and you know, the the. But we don't talk about the places they played, and there's a lot of places yeah. that don't exist anymore. What's the story behind that? Because you know, venue owners also they're fighting. I know yeah, they got I their just, own too. I'm trying to get in touch. Maybe one of these days, I'll just have a chat. Look, one of the guys can have a talk with them because some of them are yeah. afraid to have a chat with me. They think I might go controversial. They say, "No, I just want to know your side of the story, man." Yeah, just share, just share anecdotes. You know. The yeah. best night, the weirdest night at the venue, yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know. I got to get some of the studio guys. It's nice to have them on board because I've, I've since you know me, right? Since I started this podcast, I've been getting a lot of emails and messages and WhatsApp saying that, oh, now if you got to go focus on mainstream artists and this, and this, and I'm out. Screw that, man. You got the mainstream uh, radio to do that, especially when exactly. you're KG, uh, KG to be a DJ, they can hire all those guys to chat with them. But I rather exactly. focus like, you know, this, this part of the world, which is different man nobody gets to see it hence the reason why i started this whole show anyway it's all focused on yeah. that side of the world people get to discover because i get audiences from uh, outside of malaysia and they so, tend to pay attention to all these bands which i'm surprised it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get much local guys tuning in i get people outside tuning in to find out who's the band who's the music which is which is nice Fantastic. so if we can do more of this it'd be amazing man i hopefully like yeah. hopefully all yeah, these guys the locals tak nak dengar they're, they're lost lah like, like yeah. ada pula macam like, the way you say like, like as if our responsibility to yeah come on yeah. they can't get their shit together they want us we'll be doing our own <laughs> shit man you follow yeah. you follow uh, try and learn what I mean yeah. I hate that language right? sometimes they use oh why don't you do this why don't you why don't you shut up <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do that right I'm sure lower line my line the gig you have to play like, hey, why don't you play this song please I play what I want man Exactly. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're here because of me. Is that's it? That deal. I don't have. If if you want me to do, you do it first. Then I'll yeah, follow. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Do you want music. me to do something? Uh, you give me the budget. Like you want me to do for you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That that too. That too. I get it. Oh, should have this kind of camera. You should have that. You focus this. I say, dude, I don't even have time to have my meal. <laughs> You want me to do a thousand things, a one-man show? We, I don't have a yeah. studio production to do this thing. So, but this, this, it happens a lot, man. It happens a lot. No, you should do this. You should do that. I hate that. Man. You're right. They usually they they're the ignorant ones, lah. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll disappear. Two weeks later, they'll disappear. Then they come yeah. back again after six months with another new advice. Yeah. Stop the advice. Yeah. yeah just business long enough. Poking it into other people's business because their own lives might be very meaningless and empty, maybe. Yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah. I could, I could imagine, man. They have a lot of this because even in social media, we notice that some people are a bit frustrated when they look at these bands and you know they post on social media, nampak glamour, who that's the kind of life I want to live and all. But they don't understand the shit that the band goes through on a daily basis in order to get one song out. It's like uh, the life is different, man. It's it's easy it's easy to have that so called assumption that everything is perfect on the other side. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's there also this. Uh, I think in the in in creative education, there's a term they say like uh, there's a ten thousand ten thousand hours that you don't see, 
that goes into you know an artist or their works and you know that that's where it's like sports too right they they say the, the greats make it look easy but they didn't exactly. just become great overnight you know i think i think there's one usain bolt is like he just made what 10 seconds 100 meters just 10 seconds but for that 10 seconds years and hours of practice yeah. goes in to the works just for that one moment man this 10 seconds is done yeah that's that's how it works man like for me i always appreciate bands not for the music it's their journey and what happens behind the scenes that's that's what i always admired i don't care whether you're a perfect singer i don't care if you're a perfect musician you know i don't care if you have the perfect product but the initiative the effort you put in to create yeah. that that so-called music or whatever things that you're doing shows uh, that's what catches my attention to the maximum yeah, the, guys, yeah. the guys who just go all out for it and on what i don't know do or die let's go all out yeah. for it those are the kinds i always admire and i always have big respect for those kind of yeah, people yeah celebrating being alive man and something yeah. we i think people take for granted every year yeah yeah that's <laughs> something <I'll always> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, anything else is coming up for you apart from this tour? Are you going to go on a season um, three break or whatever? <laughs> My so-called break, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this tour is, I mean, I'm sure something might crop out in April. Yes, uh, that will come announced, like I said, I tend to improve this tour. After a year, maybe, uh, yeah, I might, might, might chill a bit, you know, um, work on, I haven't had time to, I mean, every time I pick up guitar, a song comes out, so I just need to conjure that maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to maybe work, uh, finish up the stuff on that re-release of my 25th anniversary first album. Um, okay. So yeah, so you you hear more from me, inshallah. Good, you know, good. Because, La so, yeah. La we'll see. We'll see. I might come up with something. <laughs> let, let me respond with things. Um, budget baru now. So, you know, there's all these fun things happening around us, right? Yeah. It's just material, you know? For me, I, I never run out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for you guys, write songs. I write social media posts. <laughs> ah, it's material. Yeah, what do you do? This abundance of material. This noise, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah let's exactly. do something about it. Instead of just getting annoyed with it, you know, let's make it something our own. So yeah, yeah, that's that's I being look, sustainable. <laughs> I'm so looking, so looking forward for a lagu raya your version of it, man. Okay, okay. I'll try, I'll try this bit. year. I'll try this year. This oh. year, uh, been a while. I went, yeah. Yeah, but I'll do it. I'll try this year. <laughs> yeah, try it. I just like your version of things, man. Anything to do with your style of music, I'll be in love with it, man. Don't have to say right, it. Before you release, I say it's cool, man. Gotta check it All out. Right. All right. Before we wrap things up, uh, March 1st, Rua Store, Georgetown. That's the location. You got to check out 3rd of March, Space 08000, Sukhapitani. Uh, then on 4th of March, Pidang House of Music, Georgetown. 5th of March, Lakar Lumut. These are the locations you have to be in March from the 1st to the 5th. There's a nice long tour down there. Details you can find out at Asbil's uh, social media pages, uh, which is uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, Twitter. 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 So you got three places down there. I'll share it <laughs> to the website. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add on as well before we wrap things up? Oh, nothing lah. Everybody just uh, stay safe, stay sane, man. Uh, come down, come on, uh, come on out. You know, um, things are opening up. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's see this year how this year come turns out. Um, should be a good year. Should be a good year. Just stay sane. You know, stay sane and healthy. Yeah. Good, man. <laughs> I wish you all the best, buddy. I wish you all the best uh, for Thanks, your man. whole journey, your tour, and of course Thank in you. advance. But just in case I don't see you or have a chat with you before, Ryer. Selamat Hari Raya, Ben.
Thanks, Thanks man. Months, man. All right. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>